Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, lots of stuff to get into with the organic gardeners. We're going to get them up to the microphone in just a moment. But let me just remind you, the best way to talk to Doug and Jess is to call early and often. So you can almost guarantee yourself a chance to talk to the two because it's going to go quickly this hour and the phones will fill up fast. So the number is 866-391-1020. Dollar Bank, Instant Access, kdkradio.com. You can text them on the right out of the middle line, the best deal in town. And Ashley Funyak, our producer now on the weekends, is awaiting the 10th caller at 412-922-1020. And that 10th caller will win a $25 gift certificate from Sorgles. And the big guy is going to be making an appearance at Han Nursery. We have details on that in just moments. Ladies and gentlemen, here they are, Doug and Jess, the Organic Gardener. Good morning. I'm Doug Oster. That's not the way I want to start. Good morning. Welcome to the Organic Gardeners. I'm Doug Oster from Everybody Gardens and the Tribune Review. And I'm horticulturist Jessica Walliser. Shouldn't Ashley have a nickname like Bambino did? It's early. <laughs> yes, it's only, we're only a couple weeks in. Okay. Uh, yeah, the Gardening Santa is going to be at Han again uh, today from 2 to 4. Last week, the Gardening Santa had like 100 kids and 10 pets. It was awesome. Come and get a free picture with Santa. You can do your whole family. You can do anything you want. Bring your pets. Uh, bring your kids. I always think, you know, uh, W.C. Fields, never work with kids or animals. <laughs> uh, refreshments will be served today at Han Nursery from 2 to 4. Come see the gardening Santa. We have a lot of fun there. I saw the pictures of Santa from last week on Han on, uh, Nursery's Facebook page. And it looked like everybody had a whole lot of fun. So that's really cool. I still have 50 bulbs to put in. Oh, gosh. Still? <laughs> I got my hornbeam in. This was, you okay. would have loved this production. This thing was in such, it must have been a 20 gallon pot. I don't wow. know. Yeah. And so uh, somebody years ago bought me this hand truck. Yeah. Uh, I know who that was that I, happened to buy it for you. I think my one of my kids has it. No. Oh, no. <laughs> really? See, it's such a versatile tool. I went looking everywhere. And you couldn't find your No, and I, then I oh, thought, no. I know what I know who yeah. has it. Well, I've, I've got another one that's not as nice as the one that you gave me. Oh, jeez. And I'm dragging this thing around the yard trying to get it up. Then Cindy's walking out with the dogs. I mean, she's, you know, because it has two big handles on it. So, yeah. you know, we finally got it up to the planting hall. I couldn't get it out of the pot. Oh, man. I ended up using my pruning saw to, to just cut, cut the, the pot out. And then I had to cut the roots out with it. Yeah. Um, but it was so funny <laughs> when I put it in. Cindy's like, don't you need to cut the roots apart a little bit? Uh, oh, don't you need to? <laughs> she's giving you instruction. <laughs> That's very good. And That's I was like, very... yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, the good part about still having some bulbs to plant is it's not too late to plant them. I mean, the ground's not frozen quite yet. We're getting towards oh, the man. end. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. These, these, this, yeah. uh, these cold 19. Are they little bulbs? Like ones that you can plant pretty shallowly? Yeah. Little, little giant double daffodils. Oh, <laughs> yo, those got to go deep. Yeah, those got to go like I, You know, I might, have to, I might have to revert to the edge of the uh, 
vegetable garden where the yeah. soil's really soft, like soft or something. Yeah. I don't know. And it's really a cool we variety. We can always move them later. Like, you know, if you yeah, plant that them. That sounds like work. <laughs> <laughs> well, so is planting them in, uh, you know, 25 degree weather. But what are you going to do? I saw so? there were, I heard though that there was a 37 degree day. If it gets sunny and warms oh, up balmy. a little bit, I'll, I'll throw something out there. Yeah. I got to get them in. It's it's a variety called Gay Tabor. Mm. And so it's the most beautiful double. You know me and my doubles. Yep. And I don't know who Gay Tabor was, but I have to look that up. But the huh. the, the blooms of the flower are just spectacular. Uh, everything else in, though, I got my trees. I got my witch hazel in. I found a good spot for my witch hazel, I think. So I'll have a kind of witch hazel. Then kind of in front of it is a spirea. And then down here is a stewardia. And nice. then, of course, the, the centerpiece of the whole thing, the Rose of Sharon. Oh. <laughs> We're not going to talk about Rose of Sharon because some of us love them and some of us not so much. Oh, you know what? I, I speaking of invasive so speaking of invasive plants that people hate. I saw, um, I think it's proven winners. Yeah, no, Monrovia uh, has a uh, barberry that doesn't uh, doesn't reproduce. It's sterile. Well, yeah, and but the thing is that you know I never really trust those because that, yeah, that and especially with a plant like that. Right. I mean, barberry is on the invasive list, and it's just sort of like purple loosestrife, which is on the invasive list. It's I don't think it's on the invasive list for Pennsylvania yet, but it certainly is for a lot of other states. And uh, years ago, there was a quote-unquote sterile variety that came out that was oh. not supposed to produce viable seed, but that was only if it pollinated with another member of that variety. Mm. But if you have some that have escaped to the wild and those cross with this quote-unquote sterile variety, the seeds that are produced, a certain percentage of them are viable. Well, just and like so the, it continued. Just like the Rosa Sharon. Know, yeah. You Which know, makes a million. The one that right. I have is supposed to be sterile, and right. I don't think it's making babies. But yeah, it's next to another one that's throwing, you know, a million seeds. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. growing little. I'm growing little shrubs to try and block out the pool now. So I got <laughs> a rose of Sharon here, rose of Sharon there, rose of Sharon everywhere. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, better you than me. <laughs> that's a good for little sure. gardening poem. There. <laughs> there you go. You're a poet, but you don't know it. But your toes are Longfellow. Remember that? Remember? No. Uh, I thought that, that was... must go way back. I was like, oh. I have no idea what you're talking about. All right, listen, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to tell you that Teresa of Gibsonia won that gift certificate to Sorgles, and we cannot stress enough, get out to all of our local people that sponsor this program this time of year. Well, I'll tell you, you know, look at those pictures from Han. You see, they're all set up for Beautiful. Christmas. All our sponsors have beautiful Christmas I've seen and the holiday. Janowski's greenhouse, yeah, too. Holiday. That is like an ocean of poinsettias. I'm going to be there tomorrow. I'm filming uh, a poinsettia segment there tomorrow at Janowski's. And I, that is uh, spectacular. But, yes, all our sponsors, please, you know, you got to support your local, local people uh, and get the good stuff. All right, listen, we're also going to tell you that now would be a great time to call in because all of our lines are available, 866-391-1020, or you can reach us via social media, Dollar Bank Instant Access, kdkradio.com, or you can text us on the Red Automotive line, the best deal in town. A lot of folks are saying, what do I get that gardener in my life? Or maybe you want to get yourself a gift. Great way to find out all of the wonderful things that are out there is to give Doug and Jess a call. Of course, you know, a lot of folks buying their Christmas tree. They can help you with that. So whatever you need, folks, uh, they're here to help. Of course, some inside potted plants, things of that nature. Whatever you're doing, they're here to help. 866-391-1020. Dollar Bank Instant Access. KDKRadio.com. Or you can text them on the right automotive line. The best deal in town. Doug? I think gardeners are pretty easy to buy for. For the holidays. I agree. Don't Compared give, to fisher people. 
don't gift yourself until after Christmas. That way, they get you something and you open the same thing. Right there, you go, and you don't. Well, I don't know though. There's a lot of things in the garden though that two of wouldn't be such a bad thing. Pruners. Yeah, because you lose them all the time Pruners. and all that good stuff. You know. Yeah, I have two things that I every year talk about. These two items being a great gift for gardeners. I own them both. One thanks to Doug. One thanks to I don't know. I read about it somewhere and bought it, but. The Rue Apron, which you got me last year for Christmas, which I love, which is... Oh, I was really wondering about that. I wasn't even going to ask about that. Because, really? Yeah, I was worried. Oh, that, like, heck no. It's awesome. Like, oh, uh, thanks? No. I never, <laughs> what? I just didn't know. Oh. I didn't know. I knew, you know, it's one of those things you were talking about I it. I sent you a picture of the little package that came in the mail. Yeah, and... that's just, uh, that might have just been a, I'm being nice. No. I didn't hear anything. No, no, I didn't no. hear anything through the season. It's... I was like, I wonder if she ever used that thing. I was just actually thinking about that yesterday. Like, I better not bring it up. I used it all summer oh, long. Good. It is this, it's called the Rue Apron and it's a really neat apron that has, uh, it has these crisscross support in the back, which is really cool, but it has this folding pocket in the front on the apron that- Like a kangaroo. Like a kangaroo, a pouch on the front, but you can pop it open. So I always, when I would harvest green beans or something like that in the garden, I'd always take a basket or a colander and you have to like walk back to the colander, you pick them and then you walk back to the colander. Well, this, you just put them in the pouch. So I'd harvest tomatoes right into the pouch, green beans in the pouch, zucchinis, in, and I could carry like six zucchinis in that in the pouch. Awesome. And then when you're in the kitchen, you just pop it open and it just pours out into the sink. Well, I can tell you definitively, uh, if you order one of those, it comes quick. It does. <laughs> and it has- Because I think it was a Sunday you talked about it. Yeah. Right before yeah, and the I got holiday. Yeah, like Tuesday thinking, or something like that. Get yeah. Her? yeah, and it was yeah. like there in two days. And so. it, they, came, it ra- they like had this cute little package tag on it and all that kind of stuff. So I, I do love that oh, thing. Oh, good. And the other thing that I had read about, and I've had it for a number of years. I'm actually on my second one, but it's it's from Fiskars, and it's called the Stand Up Weeder. Now, you, you know, usually you think of like the dandelion weeder, which is a pole with a little metal prong on the end and you pry up the dandelion, but you still have to bend over and pick up the dandelion. Well, this Fiskars stand-up weeder, you don't have to bend over to pick it up because you, uh, it's got four prongs on the bottom. You have a four-prong version and a three-prong version. And you put it down over the top of the weed and then you bend, you bend back on the handle like a pry handle kind of a thing. And it holds on to mm. the weed. And then there's this, uh, you know, kind of how like the wonder mops, when you push the handle forward, it squeezes, it rings the mop. Mm-hmm. Well, when you push the handle forward on this, oh, it releases, releases the, weed. the weed. What's it called so again? It's called the Fiskars Stand-Up Weeder. Wow. And uh, you that don't, would be, that'd be a good gardening gift. It is a great gardening gift, especially for somebody who has back issues or even not it's just nice to not and you just have like then i have my tub you know my weed tub trug and i just pick them up and i it's not just dandelions it's all kinds of weeds that it works for and it gets real nice down deep gets almost the whole root in the dandelion if you do it after it rains well one thing i've been using for like 30 years this would be good stocking stuffer is the AccuSharp sharpener love that thing i have a bunch of those yeah i got a bunch of them too and it works on anything that needs to be sharpened except for bypass pruner. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything that has that kind of double-edged, sharp, you know, a knife, a, a hoe. A, a... They have different models of it for yeah. different things. Yeah. Scissors have a different model than knives do. And it's just, it's inexpensive. It lasts forever. And the difference between working with dull tools and sharp tools is night and day. Mm-hmm. And that's that's just, 
any gardener. And for me, that ball bogger, that ball bogger is 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 one of the best tools I ever bought in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've been using an auger for thirty years. It's just, it just when I have to plant these <laughs> fifty <laughs> daffodils at the end of the season, I even if that top layer is kind of crusty, icy. I get down into that nice soil with that auger, and I'll have those 50 put in in probably, I don't know, 15 minutes. Yeah. And what's nice about those bulb augers, too, is that you don't have to use them just for planting bulbs. I I see people use them all the time for planting annuals. You know, if you have like a big bed, um, you know, where you're planting a whole bunch of begonias or something together, and you can use that bulb auger and just boom, 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 make all the holes, and then you go back and put the plant. And it's just such a huge time saver. Let me talk about one more. Okay. Uh, and it's new to my garden this year. Uh, it's a, called a root assassin shovel. Uh, yeah. Okay, so they have a yeah. big one. They have a 48-inch one, which I do use, but they've got a shorter one, like 36. And okay, I, that, You're talking handle length? Yeah. Okay. And it's got a- So it's uh, got a D-handle on the end. Yep, and okay. it's got a kind of a tree spade type shape. Okay. But it has serrated edges. But the little one- it's it's really it's replaced a trowel for some reason. I mean, it's just I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just it's very lightweight. When I saw this little shovel, I was like, "That's the, that's the stupidest that thing I ever saw in my life." But it's become my uh, my go to. You yeah. know, if you ever see the videos, I'm always using it. You know, when I'm planting in the uh, cold frame, instead of the trowel, I'm actually I'm just putting that one big stab with that root assassin in and I've got a beautiful big planting hole yeah. and in goes the plant. And I, especially for someone like you who lives in a little tree forest oh, there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You, you that big that. version, that big yeah. version. When I was planting that hornbeam, yeah. <laughs> you know, in a 20 gallon pot, you imagine how big that planting hole is? That My root assassin was getting, cutting through all those little roots on the on the surface. Yeah. And well, you know what? It would be interesting if we have some callers call in to ask them what their favorite tool gardening tool is because it's a great way to get ideas from other gardeners people who love things don't you know have gotten a tool and they just thought think it's the best gardening tool ever or the best gift that they've given somebody that really appreciates it we'd love to hear your ideas on that too. one thing that you use that i don't but that almost everyone talks about when i ask that question is the hori hori knife you don't have one nope. of those nope oh my goodness I i've know, had people... mine for 20 let's see here 26 years 25 years I've had my same one. one. That's the wooden handle one, even though my dog ate a little bit of the corner off of it years ago. Uh, it's If people don't know what a hori hori is, it's a Japanese uh, weeding knife, basically. It looks like a diving knife, like you would think. Big, long, heavy gauge steel blade that's serrated on one side, and then a big, sturdy handle. Nowadays, you mostly see them in plastic, but if you can find a wooden handle and you're willing to take care of it, I find the wooden handle ones more comfortable, but they come with this cool little sheath that you can attach to your belt so that you always have it in there. And I would say that probably my in my in when I'm gardening, in my left back pocket are my Felco pruners, which are my favorite pruners, and in my right hand back pocket is my Hori Hori knife because so you, you can use it for everything. You don't like the Hori Hori I bought you one year with the rubber handle? With the plastic handle, it's okay. My wooden handle one, you were though, saying is the, like I'm used to it. You were saying you the know? wooden handle was pinching you. It does because the dog ate the one corner, so there's a little bit of splinters. But I put a little duct tape around it, so it like uh, it is it is a little better. It's a little jiggly too, like the the metal is a little um, 
you know, not secure in the wood anymore after all these Isn't years. Isn't that real, a real guy move, though, the duct tape thing? I thought she would have some kind of fancier oh, way to I fix it up. I can be creative you know? and crafty, too, if I need to be. <laughs> creative and, and crafty with duct tape. When it's your favorite, what did I just use it for? Oh, I, I'm, I did a video that um, I'm going to put out on our Savvy Gardening YouTube channel probably next week on how I use duct tape for squash bugs, and which is like the best trick ever. If you rack, wrap a piece of duct tape, a strip of duct tape around your four fingers, uh, mm. sticky side out, and every morning or every couple mornings you go out into your squash patch and you get the eggs, you know, the squash bug eggs, and you stick them onto the sticky tape. And you can collect all the eggs. You can collect squash bug nymphs that way on the stickiness. And then you just throw away the duct tape. I'm stealing that idea. No, you're not. Oh, yeah. No, you're not. Uh, My video is no. going to go viral. You can't steal that for a By video. next summer, you'll you forget all about it. You can't steal that video. It's coming. I'll, it's, I'll be, you know, somebody will ask me a question. Well, before well, Doug steals my idea, <laughs> subscribe to the Savvy Gardening YouTube channel so you can make sure that you see that video before he steals it. I'll give you credit. Uh, yeah, right. All right. Uh, we'll have more of this soap opera in just a couple of moments. But, hey, we'd love to hear from you. And this is a great opportunity to call in because you're going to definitely guarantee yourself a space uh, to talk to Doug and Jess about anything that has to do with gardening. Our lines are open at 866-391-1020. Dollar Bank, instant access, kdkradio.com. Text us on the uh, right automotive line, best deal in town. Time for you to call in. We've got some lines available. It is Open Talk with Doug and Jess, the Organic Gardeners, right up until 8 o'clock. We've got Jerry in Homestead. We'll get to him in just a moment. But if you're the 10th caller right now, you're going to win a $25 gift certificate from Janowski's at 866-391-1020 is how you reach Doug and Jess. But if you want that gift certificate, 412-922-1020. Let's say hi to Jerry in Homestead. Hey, Jerry. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, we can hear you great. What's going on? It's a Christmas miracle. We got a call. What I'm calling about is I can have an, this is an original 1835 home encyclopedia that was issued, 1835, Thomas Jefferson was in office. This is authentic. And this tells, they have a section on gardening, and it tells how to preserve apples in those days. It'll, It'll keep for over a year. Could you believe that? Wow. How? How do they how do they say to preserve them? All right, they say, they say take a take a large barrel, put it in dry sand, and, and, and on that bottom layer put your apples, you know, clean apples. Put them in there, and then put another layer of sand and put keep stacking them all the way up. And then when you get to the top, you know, put the lid on or whatever you know, and then just put it away. And you just reach down in the sand as you go down. They said, according to them, the encyclopedia, the apples will remain fresh for over a, up to a year. Wow. That's really cool. And, you know, I've never heard that done with apples, but I know a lot of people that do that with their root crops. So carrots, turnips, beets, even potatoes, where they store them in layers of sand or even sawdust like that because it keeps them from um, desiccating, from drying out. That's well, really cool, though, I wanted, apples. I wanted to ask Rob, is that the way they did it back then? Is back that when you were a kid? Yeah, but he, he missed one key ingredient. <laughs> Pat your head and do little circular motions on your stomach and jump up and down on uh-huh. the leg. There you go. Okay. I actually thought he was going to go with the cider, the hard cider, mm-hmm. you know, hard apple cider. Because that, when I read that, there's a book called The Botany of Desire. And they talk about, in the whole chapter is dedicated to apples. And it talks quite a bit about Johnny Appleseed oh, yeah. in that book. Yep. And everybody thinks Johnny Appleseed was like this 
you know, iconic figure who went around and spread apples for nutrition. But the truth is, the apples that he was planting were cider apples, and they were meant to make hard cider. Because I have a new were, respect for him. There, there was very few ways well, to drink uh, clean or quote unquote clean. You know, you couldn't just drink water from a stream; you'd start to get sick. But you could always drink hard cider. So they'd even give it to kids and everything. And it was his brother Jim Beam who taught him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, both you and I have a bit of. I'll get to the call in just okay. a second. Relax. Um, we we have uh, connections in Eastern Ohio. Didn't Johnny Appleseed supposedly? He did. He came through. I can't. He, came, he came through Lisbon for sure, which is the county seat of Columbiana County. So. Uh, and then uh, up in Franklin, actually, I did a story up in Franklin where he came through Franklin, PA. So, and you're going out to Janoski's to film something, I hear. That's on. That's tomorrow. I'm going to film uh, everything you needed to know about poinsettias and more. Good place to be. All right, let's say congratulations to Judy in McDonald, winner of that Janoski's gift certificate. And now to Coriopolis, here's Frank. Hey, Frank, how are you? Yes, good morning. Um, if you remember, I'm the one that called, I think, last week or two about the uh, ornamental pear. And that darn thing is still green leaves on it. I'm going to be out there in February picking up leaves. Anyhow, um, the question I have, I have a dogwood in the back of my house, and of course it's completely bare now. I'm no expert gardener or anything. If I were to go prune that, what is my best approach? An arborist? Read up on it and try to do it myself? I don't want to do any damage. Right. So here's the deal. Um, There's a couple different factors to take into careful consideration when it comes to dogwoods, especially if we're talking about our native um, dogwoods, Cornus, Florida. They actually have their buds on them for next year's blooms right now. So if you prune them, you're going to be cutting off some of your flowers for next year. They really are a lovely, wonderful understory plant with a beautiful natural form. So ideally, you should not do any pruning on these guys at all. Just let them do their thing. Um, If you must prune them, you must take extreme care because there's a pathogen called dogwood anthracnose, which (coughs) is a, a fungal issue that can kill uh, a dogwood and it has killed a a number of our native dogwoods Uh, and so you must be very careful because it's really easy to spread that on pruning equipment or even for the plant to develop the disease through the open wounds of the pruning so the best pruning really for our native dogwoods is no pruning at all you know if it's in your way no you always do give this caveat well if the if you have People space. Power, but people, but people. If you have when people you space. Say, when you say in your way, you need to define that because people think that in your way is anything that doesn't look good to them. No, or, I mean in your way, if you've got a place that you're walking and you can't get around the branch and it's in your so eyes. Duck. <laughs> so duck remove when you it. walk under it. Uh, people space is people space. Plant space is plant uh-uh, space. I disagree. Well, then it was your fault for planting it so close to the walkway in the first place. No, so it was your, you just your, your fault for putting the trail so close to the tree. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, when you and you're running and you have to trim things. But right. in all seriousness, if he's got to trim it, a, a, certainly a certified arborist is not a bad idea because they're going to recommend the right branches to remove and they're going to do it the right way with good clean equipment. At least a, an ISA certified arborist will. But, you know, you can do it yourself, but it's just one of those plants you got to be careful with. I mean, I've got a path where there's a rhododendron on top. Yeah. But there's an azalea. I didn't make the path. I didn't plant the azalea. There's an azalea that keeps coming. It just it grows like crazy. So after it's done blooming, I have to cut it back so I can walk through the path. 
because it's quote unquote in your in way. my way. Nature is in your way. Yeah. I, I, otherwise, I'm going to have to brush against it. It's going to be in my face, and it's in What's my way. Wrong with that? It's in my way. It's in my way. I have oh to get through. Goodness. Oh my goodness. How am I going to walk to the garden if a bush is in front of me? Walk around it. Listen, this is just our first session, but I really think you two are moving in the right direction. So what do you say we kind of regroup, meet back here next week? I hear what you're saying, but... <laughs> oh my goodness, all three of my marriages, the counseling we wasn't just, as tough. We're just going to call you Dr. Rob from now on, yeah. right? Listen, yeah, Dr. Phil and I both been married three times. We're giving out advice. <laughs> all right, listen, I, I do want to take a quick break here, but before we do, uh, please tell him uh, about the big guy going to be out today. Yes, yes, the gardening Santa will be at Han Nursery today from 2 to 4. A great way to get a photo of the kids, the family, and your pets all together. However you want to do it, we have so much fun. Uh, it is, you know, I've, I've been able to watch Santa over the years and just love seeing those kids and the pets. You know, it's it's fun with the pets. Uh, all I've got is, let's see, I haven't got any unusual. I mean, Santa hasn't got any unusual pets. It's just the regular things. Like so. a python. Right, a python. Or don't a, even go there. If anybody out there gerbil has a Gerbil or something like that. No, don't do that. Today from 2 to 4 at Han Nursery, come see the gardening Santa. All right, listen, we want Santa to make sure he's around for many years to come. All right, listen, a short break. We're going to come back, and when we do, we're going to take more of your phone calls at 8-6. What's your favorite appetizer for the holidays besides anything? Hmm. Something stand out? Hmm. I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, bacon wrapped something or other. What are those little things? Uh, Wieners. Scallops. No. Water chestnuts. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Water chestnuts. Excuse me. You're Fancy. The, yeah, I know. Wow. I put my pinky up yeah. when I eat when 20, take, 30 of them in a row. You know what? They were, those were meant to be stacked. I mean, you nobody has one or two of those things. You know, anything well, with bacon is meant to be stacked, right? Yeah. Let me tell you how tough the guys were when I was a kid. My dad and uncle could actually break walnuts with their hands. I mean, that's how tough those guys were back in the day. I bet everybody would have that big bowl of blue diamond nuts, you know? Oh, yeah. And it would take an hour, you know, just and my dad would go crack, crack, crack. And that little metal picking stick. Yeah, and we used yeah. to pick the Brazil nuts out of the shells with that. Oh, and yeah, their remark would fancy. be, well, if you would actually do some work once in a while, you would get some strength in your hands. Yeah, I love you too, Dad. This is work. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> talking into a microphone. Listen to him. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Hey, Joe and Frank Dentisi with Holiday Appetizers next hour. Jim and Jamie Meredith, Heffron Tillotson, Germani and you, and Doug and Jess would love to hear from you at 866-391-1020. Time for Mrs. Know-It-All. She's a grower, horticulturist, and our garden goddess. Good morning, Denise. Good morning. So I've got some favorite tools, too. Oh, Good. Yeah, so something that I got this year was a uh, Ryobi uh, battery-powered 10-inch chainsaw, which is so lightweight, and you can get in there, and it's small enough that you can, when you have like a multi-stem shrub that you've got to get in there, and it's hard to get in there with a a, um, pruning saw and cut it, and it's awkward, you can get in there and it just zip and you're done. And it's lightweight enough that, you know, it's easy to store and, you know, you're not trying to rip your arm out starting the gas power. Yes, it always starts. That's the right. great thing yeah. about these uh, battery-powered. And then I also got Black & Decker makes a long-handled pole saw that's battery-powered, too. So if you're pruning trees, because I've got some pretty big trees on the property like you, you can get up there and do your pruning without having to get on a ladder and take your life into your hands. Nice. Um, and then the other, like for a hand tool, 
Corona makes this weeder, and it's kind of a vicious-looking thing. Uh, we used to call them the pig stickers. You know, they were the basic, you know, just long piece of metal with a fork at the end of it. Well, this is actually curved. It actually has a saw blade on the side, and then it has the little fork at the end of it. But when you're weeding in between perennials, you don't want to get in there with a shovel or anything. This goes right in cuts the root completely and lifts it right out. It's fabulous, and it's really easy on the hands. Is that what they call a bill hook saw or a bill Um, hook tool? uh, No. No? Okay, so they're two different things. Right. This is just a little hand tool. Okay. You know, while we got you on the phone, I wanted to ask both of you a little bit about some of your favorite plants for winter interest. This is a good time to be looking around and seeing what you might like for winter interest when you want to plant this spring. Well, actually, you know, when when I'm looking at them, I have, you know, of course, that Japanese maple in the front, you know, and because you can see the bark clearly now, you know, and when the snow lays on it, it just kind of highlights it. And really and truly, I like some of the ornamental grasses, and I know people kind of go crazy with that, but I like the way that they look with a little bit of snow on them, Mm -hmm. too. And I don't tie mine up. Mine stay up pretty much uh, upright until the spring when I give them a good whack. So, you know, that's what I like. Also, anything that has kind of a, um, like a Harry Lauder's walking stick, Mm, you know, the the, the tortured look or any of the small um, tortured willows, you know, they kind of give you something else to look at besides just straight stems. What about you, Jess? Yeah, I, look, I agree with her completely on the contorted plants. Uh, I love Harry Lauder's walking stick. And another one that I have, Denise, that I love is uh, Zydeco Twist Black Gum. Oh, yes. It is. I got it at a plant sale years ago. And as everybody who listens to the show knows, black gum is my favorite plant for fall color. It's a beautiful native tree. Well, this is a contorted, twisted, curly version of it. And I have one right in the middle of our backyard. It's only about four feet tall right now. But man, it, it is really a cool, twisty, curvy plant. And I I'd absolutely love it. Um, yeah, for sure. But we were talking about a winter berry. Oh, yeah. Um, also, any any plants with berries on them is great. So I, I love winterberry holly, uh, but I think my favorite berried shrub for winter interest is one called the possum haw, and that it is a possum na- haw. Possum haw. It is a native viburnum. It's viburnum nudum, and there are some varieties of it that are ju- they have pink and blue berries on these big giant clusters, and sometimes each cluster has pink and blueberries mixed together on there and they are just and they have the big white clusters of flowers in the spring they're just great i have a viburnum and we've talked about this before called chicago luster that i i bought specifically for those clusters of purple berries yeah for the birds and the deer love them <laughs> and then the uh, vi- viburnum beetle yeah. That that viburnum beetle, uh, yeah. it it only attacked that variety. Huh. The rest of my viburnums were fine. Yeah. And basically, they do have preferences. Those yeah. Basically, beetles. defoliated it. I yeah. hope next spring it comes it comes back. But the only time I saw the berries is when I first planted it, <laughs> and then the deer came through and oh, and ate the the and viburnums are deer resistant. But the berries, deer proof. Yeah, the berries yeah. are are too tasty yeah. for them. The other thing I did too, finally, I fenced in my uh, mountain laurel. That I have a uh, a mountain laurel cultivar called Nip Muck Muck, 
and I love it because it just it, it's, it stays small. It's like four feet by four feet, and uh, I, I I could spray it and keep them off it, but I keep forgetting to spray. Yeah. And even though again, mountain laurel is uh, poisonous to them. The, the, the young ones still come eat the, the buds, and then you don't get flowers. Yeah. And so I just put four tomato steaks up and surrounded it with uh, deer fencing, and now I don't have to worry about spraying it all winter. All right. We are just about ready to say goodbye, but they'll be back next week. And don't forget, you can both find them both Trib Review, as in the Tribune Review as well, and a lot of good things happening there for those two as well. So it is that time. Remember, the organic gardeners always aim to create a better place to garden and a safer place to live. All right, have a good day, guys, okay? We'll see you. Thanks, All right. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.